You are listening to Daily Devotions with Pastor Robert Marsbach. We believe that these devotions will encourage and strengthen you. So tune in, connect, and be blessed. For any more information, please visit us online at lifechurchuk.org. Welcome to Life Devotions. Thank you for joining me today. We have been approved by God is the title of this devotion. I want to start with you on the first Thessalonians chapter 2, verse 4, where this statement is found. Here the Apostle Paul is writing to the church of Thessalonica. Thessalonica was the place that the Apostle Paul went to after he had been in Philippi, of which we read in Acts chapter 16. Remember when he ended up in prison with Silas singing at night, there was an earthquake and the jailer and his family got saved and so forth there. You read this in Acts chapter 16. Well, from there he went to Thessalonica, which wasn't too far away. And he writes this beautiful church, this letter, and he says there, but as we have been approved by God, the title of this devotion, we've been approved by God, to be entrusted with the gospel, even so we speak, not as pleasing man, but God who tests our hearts. Not in pleasing man, what does it, what's he saying? I am not speaking words just to try to win you with flattery or with, with, you know, with whatever speech. I'm not just trying to win you. I'm not saying what I'm saying to, just to try to win you, no. I say what I say because that's what pleases my Father. I think the fundamental motivation that shows we have been approved by God has to always be that we live to please Him. There has to be that inward reverential fear that comes from Jesus Christ by His Spirit in us, by which we cannot bear it if we speak or act in any way that's displeasing to our Father. And I think that this is a very fundamental sign that you've been approved by God, that you live to please God instead of man. That does not mean that we talk to man any which way. No, how can you speak to man in any which way except in a way that pleases God, and God is love, and God is good, and God is kind, and God is gentle, and so forth. But this is what I think is so important, dear friends, that if we seek to be approved by God, to be entrusted with the gospel, with that good news, with that spirit of life in Christ, with being enabled by your loving Heavenly Father to speak the words that come from His heart, to make known to others the love that comes straight from the heart of the Lord Jesus. Your motivation is at question. And, and I really believe this is a work of grace. Like he says here, we have been approved by God to be entrusted with the gospel. Even so we speak not as pleasing man, but God who tests our heart that God has come to our hearts again and again and again, searching within us, can we live to please Him? Can we live to do His will? Can we live to serve His purpose in this life? 
I really believe that that is a test worth paying attention to and even asking for it. Seek me, Lord. Search me, Lord. Test me, Lord. David did that all the time. David always was saying, Lord, search my heart. And if there's any way in me that's displeasing, lead me in the way of everlasting. I think that is Psalm uh, 19 or Psalm 139, the last two verses. And you know, Jeremiah had this, Job had this, all of those who were entrusted to speak the words of God were tested. In other words, what motivated them? And all of them had these times in life that God's Spirit kept coming and kept coming and kept coming to seek and search within them this motivation. And, and in other words, Job says, I think in chapter 27 or 23, he says, I know the Lord knows the way I go. And after he has completed searching my heart, he himself brings me forth pure as gold. I think the perfecting of our motive, that is that what God approves, is a work of his spirit in you and me. It's the Heavenly Father who keeps pulling on you and saying, come on, son, come on, daughter. I know my love is in you. Give it to me. Keep joining with me and I will perfect my love in you. I will perfect your heart's desire. I will perfect your motivation that you can live to please me no matter what people think or say or do and that I can keep you and uphold you with this. Now, it starts very simple, really, where God approves you. If you go with me to Matthew 16, right? Here it is, Matthew 16. Jesus is saying to his disciples, who do you say that I am? Verse 16, Simon Peter answered and said, you are the Christ, the son of the living God. And Jesus answered and said to him, blessed are you Simon Barjona, Simon son of Jonah, for flesh and blood has not revealed this to you, but my Father who is in heaven. And I also say to you that you are Peter, and on this rock I will build my church, and the gates of Hades shall not prevail against it, and so forth. You see, the Lord Jesus Christ shows you what brings you into that motivation that God approves of, that motivation He looks for in your heart that you serve God. It is He Himself implants it in you. So if you say, you know, I have to be honest, Pastor Robert, I, I don't have that. And I never think about it to be approved of God. I, I actually don't ever think about that. <laughs> to be honest, I'm always kind of thinking, does my boss approve? Does my wife approve? Does my husband approve? Does my children approve? I always am more concerned that I'm approved by people than by God. So I... I don't have it. How can I get that? Because I can see I should have that. That I think in my heart, what does my father want? What does my father want? What does my father want? And that I have this yearning for his will, that I have a longing for his will and that I can pray and pray and pray until my heart becomes so tender that he is able to show me and able to get through to me because I, I mean, okay, if he wants to tell me, fine, but I'm not looking for it. And if I've looked for it 
for an hour in prayer, I think I've done my part. When even the Son of God, who's perfect in his obedience to the Father, prayed not just one hour, not just two, but three hours for the will of the Father. And it wasn't that he wasn't in the will. No, it was that his heart was shown to want nothing but the will of the Father. And it was that which approved him to become the author of our salvation. You, you study this in Hebrews 7, Hebrews 5, verse 7 through 14. And Jesus was approved by the Father to become our high priest because his motivation was shown to be perfect in his submission to the will of the Father. And that is what he sought. You seek it because you desire it. It's in you. And that is what the Holy Spirit wants to implant into you, friends, and perfect in you to the point where you say, <clears throat> like Paul in Acts 20 and like, like um, David in, what is it, Psalm 81 or Psalm 73, where he says, I don't have anything anymore on this earth that I really want. And I, there's nobody in heaven that I really look for but the Lord, the Lord. If I have the Lord, then everything becomes beautiful. But if I don't have the Lord, everything evaporates. It becomes worthless and it becomes meaningless. I, I, I honestly do not live for self-satisfaction. I live to please my Father. Now that is what the Heavenly Father is wanting to implant into your heart by His Spirit, by which He approves you, by which He brings you into this place. How do I get it? The Father reveals His Son in you, who is perfected in being approved, so to speak. He was declared to be the Son of God by the Spirit of Holiness through the resurrection of the dead. Uh, Romans uh, says in the first chapter, I think, verse 4. And, it, and he's been approved, and that spirit is what he plants inside of you. The Apostle Paul didn't have this. Oh, he thought he did, but it was just a lot of zeal without real knowledge of God. He says that himself. But then he says in Galatians chapter 1, he says, the gospel I preach is not from myself, and I wasn't taught it by man. It came by the revelation of the Lord Jesus Christ. Because when it pleased God, who had separated me from my mother's womb to call me by His grace so that He might reveal His Son in me. You see, this is where the approving comes into your heart. The approving is not based on your performance. It is based on what the Father is able to impart to you that you, give, that you welcome and that you then by that spirit of Christ, life in Christ begin to yearn for, to be manifesting your flesh, that which is in heaven, Christ, is imparted to you by the Holy Spirit and you begin to yearn for it by the Spirit. You begin to long for it if you say, I, I don't have this motivation that God approves us to please Him, I don't have it. I live to please myself. I live to do my will. I, I live to become wealthy. I live to have respect with people. I, I live, I, I don't have it. And this is what the loving Heavenly Father wants to give you. That's why I'm doing this devotion with you. This is what He wants you to have. And how does that interpret itself? 
as he implanted by his spirit, this life of Christ in you, Christ revealed in you that perfect motivation of living to please the Father. Jesus said, I've not come to to do my own will, but I've come to do the will of my Father. I've come to please my Father. And the Heavenly Father said, this is my Son in whom I am well pleased. That is what the Heavenly Father approves of. And that is what He wants to give and perfect in you. And that's what He's looking for in you and me to approve us. We're not approved on the basis of our performance. We're approved on the basis of that life of the Son of God in us that Jesus longs to not only give and maintain in you, but perfecting you. Perfecting in what way? That you become what what the Bible calls anointed. Look here in 2 Corinthians, 2 Corinthians chapter 1, verse 20. Look at this. For all the promise of God in him, let me see, yeah. For all the promises of God in him, that's Christ Jesus, are yes and in him, amen, to the glory of God through us. Now, he who establishes us with you in Christ and has anointed us is God who also has sealed us and given us the Spirit in our hearts as a guarantee. So verse 21, He who establishes us with you in Christ, He who establishes us together with you in Christ and anoints us is God. So it is the Heavenly Father who wants to take all of us into that perfect union with His Son, Jesus Christ by which we are one with Him. And that life of Christ begins to express itself in us through an anointing. What is the word anointing? The word anointing simply is another word for Messiah in Hebrew or in Aramaic or in, in Greek is Christ, Christ. Christ in me, the hope of glory. We sing it. It's what it says in Colossians 1, verse 29, Christ in me, the hope of glory. God willed to make known to us, verse 27, what is the hope of His calling, which is Christ in us, the hope of His calling. Christ in us, this is the anointing. The Bible says in 1 John, 1 John, Oh, hallelujah that we have the Bible, friends. What would we do without the scriptures, hey? My goodness, thank you. And you have an anointing from the Holy One, and you know all things, verse 20, verse 27 says. And the anointing which you have received from Him abides in you. It's always going to be there. And you do not need that anyone teach you, but as the same anointing teaches you concerning all things and is true and is not a lie. And just as it has taught you, you will abide in Him, in Christ. Now, He who establishes us together in Christ and anoints us is God. And friends, this is what the approving is. You can have the greatest mental capacities and intelligence and yes God gives it and wants to use it and it's a wonderful 
wonderful talent to have, but my goodness, it can be a real challenge when your mind is always trying to interrupt what the Spirit is saying. But how good it is when your mind is constantly renewed to be one with the Spirit. But folks, that's not what approves you. It's not the talent of your mind. It's not the talent of your character or the talent of your personality or any of it. No, friends, there are many people that are approved of God whose character has a lot of growing to do. There's a lot of people that are approved of God whose personality have a lot of growing to do and whose, whose, whose mental abilities need sharpening and improving and on and on and on and on. But what approves you is number one, that motivation that expresses itself in what you yearn for and embrace in your communion with the Heavenly Father. And it begins to express itself in this anointing, this embodiment of Christ, this embodiment of His Holy Spirit. And then it teaches you all things, as it says here. You could be listening to a preacher and God speaking to you. You could be reading the scriptures and God speaks to you. I was listening to an incredible, wonderful teaching of a book by Andrew Murray, Humility, the Beauty of Holiness. I was listening, it's only 12 little chapters. You can go online and put in Humility, the Beauty of Holiness by Andrew Murray, and it will come up and listen to these 12 little chapters. And right in the first chapter, right in the beginning, he made a statement about being renewed in knowledge. And it was the Holy Spirit saying it to me. It was so life-giving as I heard it that it was the Spirit teaching me. You see, you have an anointing of the Holy One teaching you. That is the approving of the loving Heavenly Father that He looks for. That's what He longs for you and I to have. When Jesus came, and I'll close with this, to his hometown of Nazareth after he had gone through that time of testing for 40 days and nights in the wilderness. He came out of the wilderness, it says there in, in Luke chapter 4, in the power of the Holy Spirit. And he came to his hometown and he was offered the book of Isaiah to share within his own synagogue. And he found the place where it is written, the Spirit of the Lord God is upon me, therefore he has anointed me. You see, when Jesus was looking to be approved, in other words, to have something to give to the people he had been brought up with, he did not say, you know, I've had special training, you know, I had this and that. Are these things valuable? Yes. Are they important? Amen. But that's not what the Heavenly Father is looking to prove us in. He approves us by implanting within us the Spirit of Christ by which we live to please the Father. And He establishes us in Christ Jesus and anoints us. And it's that embodiment of Christ's Spirit, of the Holy Spirit's power embodying, having taken control of our faculties, having taken all mastership over our spirit, soul, and body that is expressed in the beauty of love and kindness and goodness and gentleness and self-control and purity and honesty and uprightness and all the characteristics that come out of that beautiful nature of God's spirit and power. And that's what Jesus shared when he came to his hometown. The spirit of the Lord is upon me. I'm not coming here to represent myself. I'm not coming here to boast in myself. 
I am wanting to share with you what the Father has given me. That is what the ministry of the Lord Jesus is all about, that he wants to bless you with and encourage you with. Amen? Have a good day.